All right, and actually, I think I hear him walking in now. Is that the okay? My bad. Yeah, so we will have Kabir Singh in studio very soon. My man knows how to make an entrance. I've known him for years. He's always been like that. And as a matter of fact, I think I hear him walking in right now. There he goes, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh. What's up, man? Making an entrance, as always, treating me like it's your court date. I dig it. I like that. No problem, my man. Welcome. Welcome to the Rare Formcast. The one and only Mr. Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. I see you, Rudy, man. Right on. Better go. Cool, man. Shit. Yeah, the shit. I appreciate you, brother. Thank yeah, you so man. much, man. And then you're going to go grab some lunch with your boys? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go grab some lunch with my folks. Let me walk out with you guys, though, man. You guys, are they already packed up? Oh, no. Yeah, not Thank you very much. Thanks. Man. We'll see you, what is it, tomorrow night? Uh, no, it's on Sunday night. If oh, I'm Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. We'll okay. see you guys there. Cool. Oh, man. Thank you for letting me play radio today, fam. This is a lot what's of fun. Do you guys, do, so do you guys ever, I mean, what's the, like, the extent of the usage here? Is it like one person who does a podcast or multiple podcasts? Um, or? Well, I mean, I have like five podcasts, but. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, there's, that's the schedule currently, and it's a hundred bucks a month. You get, um. You know, weekly two-hour podcast, hour and 15 minutes. That is cool. And um, some people use the performance-based, Trish and Dan. I use it for Joke Workshop. I use it for Fantastics and yes. for Happy Hour. But um, look, tomorrow we have some noise pop in here all day. We're going to have live bands all day. Nice. We're going to have do that. So and we've got a lot of, like, there's poetry every Friday, all that kind of bullshit. Right. <laughs> okay, so, damn, this yeah, is kind of cool, though. I like, I like the idea of, like, having a cool space like this. Yeah, we do, um, cause it's only 30 seats, but I do rentals on Saturday nights from 8 to 10. Yes. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, cool. And you get, like, Because I'm trying to, you know, use the podcasting. Like, oh, look, you can record your show. It's <laughs> Actually, and this sound is going to be, I hope that they can, that it's really usable for them. Right on. how you you're able to do that is that something that you just 
developed over time? Or is it something like, where you just sat down at a microphone one day and you're like, damn, I can do this? You know, like, you know what it was, man? I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was a kid, um, I used to really be into rap music. So okay. I used to write a lot of rap music, and what I did, like, from, like, the ages of, like, 19 to, like, 26, I recorded a lot of rap music. Oh, okay. So I think maybe that's where it kind of developed, you right. know what I'm saying? I didn't really get into comedy until, like, I was about 24, 25. Oh, okay, so well. So I think maybe that's where it all it all started off. Right, right, because it's, like, it's that ability, too, right, where you're just, like, I got 30 seconds, I'm just going to keep going. Like, right. it's almost like stream of consciousness, but it's all connected. Yeah, and you want it to work. You don't want it to yeah. sound crazy. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You want it to actually work. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. It's impressive. But it's, like, it's, one, of those, it's one of those things, though, that it's like, I, I think it, that really helped out for comedy. Uh-huh. Because sometimes when you're up there and you're bombing, yeah. like, you have to make it. You, if it's not going like, to be funny, you got to at least be interesting. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, like yeah. Be, You literally can't just be standing there just looking blank. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like Check radio, perfect. Radio, 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 radio. I got in here. Where's the mate gonna be? Bruno Street, down by the train yards. I'll draw you a map. Setup's the same. Car pulls up and honks a couple of times in an alley down there. Who's handling the bike? A big man. Don't waste any time. When is it? Tonight. Oh, oh, no, no, we went back no, to the office and met with Sergeants Barr and Jacobson. 8 p.m. Ben and I took up our positions on the stakeout along with the rest of the men. We had a clear view of the exact location where the buy was to be made. We waited. 10 p.m. 11 p.m. No one showed. Midnight came and went. 1.30 a.m. Still no sign. At 18 minutes of 2, we spotted a man carrying a shopping bag emerge from behind a row of freight cars near the end of the rail yard. He made his way across the street to the alley. He stood back in the shadows. 
as soon as the car gets in the alley, we pull up and block it, huh? Yeah, that's right. Beck will do the same thing down at the other end. Headlights coming in the alley. Wait a minute. No. No, they're going on through. What's the time now? Four minutes to two. We waited. Eighteen minutes passed. Still no sign of the car that, according to Charles, was supposed to be there for the big buy. We could still see the figure of a man with a shopping bag huddled in the alley. 3 a.m. Joe. Yeah. Car down there in the alley. Yeah. That's it. You want to start up? Yep. Just enough to block the alley. Uh-huh. That's good. All right, come on, let's go. Come on. All right, chill your engine and get out of the car. Joe, look out! Get him out of there. Yeah. Come on. There's three of them. Yeah. Here's the guy with the shopping bag. All right, I got it. Christ, knock them cold. Yeah. That's one. Easy there. Yeah. Pull right over there, will you? That's Get his coat off of that. I got it. Okay. That's it. That's there it. All three of them. Yeah. Hey. Hey, look at this, Joe. Found one of them in this guy's hand. Tin can, huh? Mm-hmm. Full of marijuana. Did you look at the labels on those cans? Yeah. Fancy, solid, packed tomatoes. There he is. A big tomato. The story you have just heard was true. Only the names were changed to protect the innocent. On October 3rd, trial was held in Superior Court, Department 89, City and County of Los Angeles, State of California. In a moment, the results of that trial. Stanson, alias the Big Tomato, along with his associates in the narcotic gang, was tried and convicted for violating the State Narcotic Act. He received sentences as prescribed by law and are now serving their terms in the state penitentiary. You have just heard Dragnet, a series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department.
Rocket Dog Rescue is a Bay Area organization that works to save dogs from death at overcrowded shelters and put them into happy homes. If you're looking to adopt or have some extra cash you feel like donating, go to rocketdogrescue.org. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-D-O-G-R-E-S-C-U-E dot O-R-G. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Welcome to the world of Giant Gnome Productions. Find out more online at giantgnome.com. And now, our feature presentation. Emily, where were you? Oh, I couldn't see anything, so I stuck around to the side to get a better look at the pod. Now look, you can't go running off like that. This is a very serious situation. There are guns, bombs, mines, grenades, mustard gas, not to mention aliens. Aliens? I don't think they're aliens, Doc. What do you mean they're not aliens? Well, of course, you are the expert, but I did get a closer look at the pod than you did. And? And the marking on the craft said HMS Hague. Whatever that thing is, it's British. British? What a British craft be doing travelling in non-space? They never developed the technology. And more importantly, what would they be doing back here in 1917? Should we go back and try to get in the pod? I don't think there's anyone in it right now, at least no one I could see. No, too dangerous. Besides, we have to get back to the TARDIS before someone notices. Notices what? Turn around very slowly, with your hands up in the air. If you make one wrong move, I'll shoot you both where you stand. You, sit over there on the cot. Both of you. Keep your hands where I can see them. There seems to be some sort of mistake here. We're on your side. Is that so? Yes, of course. We're both British in case you can't tell. Call me suspicious, but when I see a young woman and a strange man that's just... Strange? ...in very odd-looking civilian clothing, just wandering around no man's land, in the middle of a big push, I tend to take notice. Odd-looking? Really? Do I look that out of place? I was just telling Emily earlier that the one thing I can never get right is the clothing. Stop chattering and start explaining. Or you'll both be shot as German spies. German spies? Well, that's the last straw. Look, I've let you push us around long enough. We're trying to help you. You have no idea what's going on out there. And what do you do? You interrupt us in the middle of our work, drag us back here at gunpoint, and now you accuse us of being Germans? What I think my partner here is trying to say is that we're here on a very special reconnaissance mission for the British government. 
If you don't believe me, we have credentials. They're in my jacket pocket. I'll get them. You just keep your hands up. Inside left. There you go. That should explain everything. What do you think you've done? Psychic paper. Oh, my. Uh, special operations. Well, I see. I'm sorry. It, it's just, well, you seem so damned out of place out there. Don't apologize. Glad to see we still have some very observant young soldiers in this man's army. I don't believe I caught your name. Burlingham. Daniel Burlingham. Let's uh, change it up for a couple hours. Come on, dude, SUV! 
Hey, what's up? Now you know what the fuck's the deal. Hope everybody's doing well. It is uh, Monday evening. Hello. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, we, uh, I'm flying solo cholo tonight. It's, uh, it was a long weekend. We all had a great time. Got to hang out with Paul this weekend, but we'll get into that later. Um, we had a tragedy out in Oakland, so there's a big vigil going on out there, and Bill's, uh, Bill's paying his respects. He's doing his thing. So, you get to listen to me tonight. I did get to go in the dirt bag this weekend, so I'm a little beat, as was Paul. So he uh, he needs sleep. <laughs> He's been pushing his body pretty hard for the last couple months, so it's uh, time to take a break, I think, for him. Hopefully he'll be, he should be back next week. He was excited about coming in next week. He's just, yeah, he's, he's done for today. So it was a great weekend. We had a dirt bag this weekend. What a great ride. Uh, I highly recommend if you're gonna go on this ride to bring dirt tires. <laughs> um, I got a, I took my bike, got the Harley out there in the mud for a little bit, man. It was, uh, it was interesting. It was uh, quite a ride, I'll tell you what. Uh, get the white knuckles going in the, uh, it's exciting, man. It's super exciting. So yeah, that was that was a great time. I don't feel like I deserve to be there, and I was honored to be invited. That was a fantastic ride. Great group of guys. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. I want to get into some music. Um, I do want to thank Seth and Aaron from The Creeps for those burnouts, man. Those guys were sick. So I thought I'd throw some music their way. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> i 
I took a look below, I saw a fat king Kong. I took a look above, but I saw right it down below. He was trying to pay a fine and maybe take a dive. Started out of marijuana, ended up a red wine. Got a fucker every day just to feel alive. Santa man was in a rail of falling by the wayside. The brain for the need to watch him, I'm back. My sanity is under attack. I got a crazy look in my eye. Since my girl ran off with a Mexican guy. Maybe I should swallow a little pill. Maybe I should listen to Dr. Phil. Modern life is certainly make one feel. Run. I was sitting on a corner of Hollywood and buying where I saw Scarface and 75. I saw Chuck Berry at dawn with a wind. He had a little whitey snuggling up to him. The street was kind of dirty, but the street had soul. Saw Bobby Moore picking through the Monster Mash show. I saw Frank Zappa eat alone the hot dog. Heard wild things laid by the trucks. The rain put a leash to watch in my back. My sanity is under attack. What's happening? So that was the Stooges, Mexican guy. Song before that was uh, Slipknot, Wait and Bleed, and then uh, the Twats played Sanity Bomb before that, who I, which I dedicated to my, uh, my buddies. Those were insane burnouts. <laughs> so that was a wild party. It was a long weekend. It started for me. It started with memorial service on uh, Friday. Say goodbye to a good friend. It was uh, it was actually a, a really good crowd. It was it was it was a big deal. It was cool. So, peace, Ernie. Good people. Um, so then I got the call about going to the <laughs> going on the dirt bag, which uh, I was it surprised me. So, and not only that, I uh, I needed a bike with uh, rear pegs, which you know, the one I have, I got two bikes. So the Harley has the rear pegs, 
and it was Paul. He said, uh, yeah, you want to go in the dirt bag? Um, but can you carry a girl on back that's going to photograph the whole event? She's, uh, I heard she may be the official photographer of the dirt bag challenge. So she, uh, so yeah, we met on Saturday morning. Actually, I met everybody except for Paul on Saturday morning for the first time. And uh, we left uh, Bayview around, around 11 a.m. And uh, <laughs> it was a wild crowd. I have to, I have to give props to everybody. They were just, they were just a solid crowd. This young lady was hanging off the back of my bike. She was, she, she was solid. She was, everybody was solid. It was just a good, good crowd. But yeah, it was, uh, it was super impressive. And I feel like I accomplished something. It was, you know, even though I didn't build a bike to take on it, it's, it was, uh, it was an event. So we uh, drove out of the city, headed north. 160 plus miles, I think almost 170, maybe a little more than that, uh, north up into the uh, mountains, and we uh, camped out overnight, which, yeah, it turned out the uh, the last three miles or so were on dirt in a off-highway vehicle park. Um, so, yeah, deep ruts, a little bit of mud, um, and I wasn't the only one with street tires on my bike. These guys... Uh, they powered through it, and uh, they were on rigids the whole freaking way, man. It was it was just a really impressive sight. I had a really good time. They were all homemade, you know. It was just, it was badass. So if you missed it, plan on it for next year because it's a good one. Um, things are going to change up next year. Paul's uh, still figuring out what exactly is going to be the final uh, final change-ups on the whole thing. Um, but we're maybe thinking, or he's maybe thinking longer longer rides, I think, at this point, or... Yeah, we'll leave that up to him. There's there's a few oars in there, but uh, I sh probably should have said as much as I did. So, there's a lot going on. Uh, yeah, went up to, uh, <laughs> when I was in a, you know, once you get off the main freeways, man, you get up into those hills, and uh, I was scraping pipes on one side, and it was just loose gravel, and so I wasn't pushing it too hard, you know, plus with the extra weight. It uh, it's a different beast, you know, and I don't want to hurt anybody. It's a bad, it's bad enough if I go down, but if I go down with somebody on back and they get messed up, I'm not cool with that, you know. So, and I'm usually riding solo cholo, so I was uh, it was a good time, man. Yeah, some of those guys were just riding, you know, and their breakdowns and fixing it and getting it going again and running out of gas and I think 11 people made it up on uh, homemade bikes, pole leading the way. Paul's got a beautiful bike, by the way. If you get a chance to check it out, please <laughs> go out of your way for it. It's it's sweet. It should be on the web, should be on the Facebook page, I assume. So yeah, so that was a great weekend. Um, Sunday coming back. Sunday coming back. I've uh, I laid back. Um, we pulled over because Paul broke uh, broke his adjuster on his uh, on his bike broke off, so his chain was was loosening up as he was riding along. So we uh, we pulled over, we managed to fix that, but in the process, the rest of the guys were like, well, we're out, and I'm with the photographer, so I'm like, so where are we going? Are we following the boys, or are we sticking with Paul? And uh, we ended up sticking with Paul, which was a good thing, because um, he did get it going, and about, I don't know, f an hour later on the road, um, we pulled up to a red light, we were coming off 29 onto 121.12 there, and... Uh, he, uh, <laughs> we jumped on it. And he had me. He was, he was out in front. And he was gone. Um, and then I saw his chain went slack, and he, uh, and it was making like a, I don't know, like a winding sound. And then he pulled over, and I, as I did, and by the time I walked back the 30 feet from in front of him that I was, um, there was a nice puddle of oil underneath his bike, <laughs> which was. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, all right, well, cool. At least we we hung back with him. You know, we were we were there for him. Um, also, while we were pulled over the first time, Joyce is is beautiful woman who I met this weekend. She's a sweet, sweet lady, badass, badass. All all my respect, Joyce. Um, she pulled over, you know, just to hang out and see if we need anything. And Paul didn't need any help with what he was doing. We uh, we all laid off and just let him do his thing. Um, and when she went to jump in her truck and started, that truck would not start. So we had to call AAA. Anyway, by that time, the boys were pretty pretty well in front of us. But we uh, we did our best to catch up, and then the next breakdown happened. So I ran into town and got some uh, JB Weld Quick, which sets in six minutes. It's amazing stuff, by the way. Um, and a couple of bolts, and we uh, and Paul went to work and nailed it, man. We left there. I think we made it back from that turnoff from 121, 12 to 37 to 101, all the way into the city to the shop in like 45 minutes, 40 minutes. And not one drop of oil came out of his bike. It was just smooth sailing the whole way. It was an amazing ride. And then the party began. But before that, Paul, um, Bill's, Bill's at this vigil tonight as well. He's over in Oakland, um, the vigil for the people who lost their lives in that it's just a tragedy. Um, my heart goes out to everybody in the families, and it's just a terrible thing. Um, so he's out there doing his vigil. I'm going to try and mellow things out here for a minute before I go and snap, but uh, I'll be right back. Catch up with you in a minute.
about that huh so that was uh bill withers harlem great tune and i threw uh i threw a little beck in there fucking with my head so yeah so it was an exciting weekend i had such a good time so paul i don't know what he did i wasn't paying too much attention by the time i got back from it was maybe 20 minutes took me maybe to go and get the stuff came back he had the bike apart what he needed to fix so ready to go he jb welded it let it set as he was fixing the rear so that the tire wouldn't slide anymore the man's a genius side of the road quick in bam i mean he was done in 10 15 minutes we were back on the road in the meantime he'd gotten a text <laughs> yeah i had about a quarter of oil through that in there he'd gotten a text from a friend and i guess she lived up the road and not even two minutes after i got to back to the uh, back to the bike she pulls up she's got <laughs> she's got turkey breast sliced in a bag it must have been about two pounds three pounds <clears throat> and uh and some chocolate some uh, bark 
peppermint bark. I don't know what to call it. It was delicious. Sweet Lady Trudy. Yeah, Paul's just, he's got connections and, uh, yeah, put a quart of oil in it, started it up. Not a drop. It looked like his chain actually swung around and, and caught the drain plug, and I think it whacked and cracked the case. Yeah, and he fixed that on the side of the road and got going on the bike that he's already done 4,700 miles crossing the country in the dirt <laughs> on fire roads. <laughs> he's a badass in his own right. So, yeah, so it was a great weekend. Back to the party. Ran into Wild Bill and uh, our old friend Steve. They were there with uh, Bill's son, Wyatt. And a good crowd of, I would say, 300 plus people, all being very uh, mellow. <laughs> they weren't being, no, I mean, there was a band going on. You know, everybody's, everybody's seeing people they haven't seen in a long time. You know, there's bikes parked up and down the street, and there's a lot of, a lot of milling, you know, going around. But it wasn't crazy, crazy, you know? It wasn't like somebody was going to die, you know, like somebody gets stabbed or that kind of crazy shit. Nobody was fighting. Everybody was cool. Everybody was smiling. Everybody was just having a great time. It was a fantastic party. And got the, uh, the awards handed out to all the boys that did their jobs. And uh, uh, once again, just total respect to these guys. The, the bikes they made and to go that kind of distance. And, you know, I mean, I can only imagine, you know, and they're up, I mean, few of them, they were up all night working on the bike and they, they pushed it over from their shop <laughs> with no sleep <laughs> and then went on the ride. And it uh, took us a while to get up there, you know, with the last, uh, even before we hit the dirt, it was dark. So yeah, once we hit the dirt, it's a path, I don't know, maybe 20 feet wide in some spots with some ruts, you know, rain ruts and there was a good patch of mud that was probably about 20 feet long and there was standing water, you know, it's, uh, you had to pick your line real clean and do your best. Um, but yeah, it's, it was just, it was just an impressive, you know, and then once we did get to the campground, I actually met a young lady that, that was on the ride with us. She was from, uh, KQED or NPR and she was recording the whole thing and she's going to be doing a report on it, which is something to look forward to. Tiffany, sweet woman. A great rider. She was a badass. They were all badasses. It was just, you know, and, and just meeting those people that morning and them like warming up to me the way they did. It was just, it was just, it was cool, man. You know, sitting around the campfire talking shit is always fun. But it's, you know, it's a little iffy when you're, uh, when you're the outsider. And uh, I was totally comfortable with these folk. It was, I was doing my thing. So we had a good weekend. Um... Bill's, uh, Bill is, uh, mourning a loss. He did have a friend that was involved in that fire, so he's, uh, he's in his, he's doing his thing as well. He needs to do his thing. Um, yeah, and nothing, nothing really coming up other than that. Um, yeah, Paul does have, have some ideas about changing up the dirt bag next year. Um, you should be there. If you weren't there this year, go next year. Um, look into it. There's some movies out on the internet, I'm sure. Um, the Rattler, Dirtbag, uh, what well, was Dirtbag was the first one, I believe. And then The Rat, the Return of the Rattler, Dirtbag 2, which is, I saw, which is a great movie. It'll make you want to build a chopper and, like, do this thing. It's just, I've already looked into getting a bike. <laughs> I lined up a bike. So now I just need to find a work spot for it and uh, get the thing running and then figure out what I want to do to it. And I'm... I'm not even thinking for the dirt bag. I'm thinking for cruising around town. It should be just, you know, I'm thinking it'll be cool. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, if anybody's got some space, they want to let me uh, <laughs> do some work in, <laughs> give me a holler. That'd be fantastic.
I can get the work done. I just uh, I just need a spot, and I'm hoping it won't take that long because I want to get that thing on the road. What else happened? But but the kids said to drive back, breaking down the party. The party was insane. It was just it was such a good time. The punk bands were killer, and then the, they did burn the tires off a couple bikes on private property, of course, um, which was which was impressive. It was really freaking cool. It was badass. You know, smoking out the street and there was just chunks of rubber everywhere. You know, it was, it was just cool, man. You know, it got the crowd going. Everybody was into it. It was a fun, fun time, man. So hopefully we'll be doing that again next year. Somehow, some way, somewhere. Uh, of course, up to Paul. We'll see where he goes with it. Uh, I'm not going to bother you anymore. I'm going to put on some music. How about some... Uh, I believe this was recorded live in Australia.
mutinyradio.fm is where you're tuned into. Flat Black Plastic is the show.
blossomed to the wall.
Schleier.
Flat Black Plastic is a show on MutinyRadio.fm. Go to the website, donate, enjoy what you're listening to because all these sounds come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves. (laughs) 